Welcome to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. J.J. Peterson. Hi, J.J. Hello, Don. And our Coco co-host... Coco. (laughs) (laughs) Our Cuckoo Our Cuckoo Coco. Kula Callahan. Wow, that's a lot of Ks. Cuckoo co-host? Yeah. Into it. Hey, guys. Hey, Kula Callahan. Back on the podcast, baby. JJ, have you got any more fan mail for me? For you? Yes. (laughs) One or two things. Yes. People stop me on the street, actually. That actually happened. They ask, when is Kula going to be back on the podcast? And today we deliver. We have answered your prayers. (laughs) (laughs) And she's back. I am back. And we're going to talk about something that's very interesting to me. I was just with a buddy fishing in Montana. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, whenever I go fly fishing, I think about marketing. Yes. (laughs) And the guy that I was on the boat with, his name is Christian Anderson. He's from Indianapolis. He's a venture capitalist. He gets his hair cut at a place. It opens at 10 Uh a.m. He has to get there at 9 to start standing in line in order to get his hair cut sometime before noon. And worth it. And worth it. I'm like, what is that about? And he said, it's just... The real deal, like these guys are tatted up. He takes his kids and he has to put earmuffs on his kids because the language is <laughs> so foul. This is in Indianapolis and apparently it's working. Yeah. And that got us talking about local businesses. And because yeah. he said he wants to help them franchise to other cities, but he's very nervous right. yeah. because he's not sure if the tatted up the neck and the foul language is going to translate <laughs> to say Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Yeah. And I would say it's not. (laughs) Local business, when you're doing business and you're not trying to get national attention, Mm -hmm. is very different. It's very different. And that's what today's podcast is about. It is what today's podcast is about. Kula, who did you interview? I interviewed my really great friend, Brooke Allison. She owns Scouts Barbershop that's here in Nashville. They opened about five years ago and they just last week opened their sixth location. They do 500 haircuts a day. Nashville. Wow. So think about how many salons and barbershops exist in Nashville. There's no way they're doing 500 haircuts. They're dominating. A day. Yeah. Yeah. They're Scouts con- is dominating. We talked a little bit about what you like about it. What are they I doing? love it. It's got great atmosphere. A little bit of that edge, like what you're talking about with the tats not and things tats like that. Not tats up the neck. Just but a little bit. But not quite, but a little bit of edge. An appropriate like amount of tats. Yes. Their environment, like their shops are a little bit different. Like one is in a basement and kind of has like stone walls in it. Very cool. They do give you a beer or water when you walk in. And, and it's my all favorite, local. It's, it's local. all local. Yep. Local and beer. My other yep. favorite part is that sometimes when I've been there, people bring in their dogs and so you can play with puppies while you're waiting or one time I even held a puppy <laughs> while my <laughs> I had, there was a picture on my Instagram at Scouts with a puppy licking my face while I was getting my hair cut oh go. my gosh yeah. such a dream yeah. such a dream in the podcast episode she goes into detail about how she's really created momentum around Scouts it might be you know it might seem super simple what the things that she talks about and the way that she's grown the business but once you really put that into action, you can gain some serious traction it just around a local working. business. It's honestly insane. I mean, there are salons in Nashville that, you know, you have to call four months in advance. It's three hundred dollars to get your hair cut, and they spend twenty minutes cutting your hair, right? But Scouts is just like you She's said, also it's delivering dominating. great value. Yeah, great yeah. value. There's this whole sort of like nostalgic feel when you walk into a Scouts. It's like an old school barbershop, but serves men, women, and children. It's just, it's so unique. It's so fascinating. And the way that she has grown it over the past five years is nuts. I mean, six locations in 
not even five years, and they're wow. super profitable. So she also knows how to scale. She totally. also knows how to duplicate and franchise yeah, and I the asked local her environment. How it grew that fast, and she said that was always the plan. We wanted to go that there fast, you go. so we just hit the ground. There running. you that there's lesson number one. Totally. Yeah. Yep. I was actually talking to that same guy, Christian Anderson, who was sharing with the vision of the company of our company, because he's a you know venture capital guy, so he had a lot of insight. And he said, It's very, very rare to meet a business owner who has a plan as big as yours. And I thought that can't possibly be true. Yeah. That can't possibly be true. But apparently he says it is. He says, no, people just go and say, I think we can make five bucks doing this. And not five, then 10, then 25, then 100, then we go to 100 million, then we go national, then we right. take over Mars, then we do whatever. Yeah. Lesson number one there, have a plan. Yeah, totally. Have a plan to get big, yeah. if you want to get big. I'm looking forward to this interview. It's really fun. All right, She's let, amazing. Yeah, thanks for doing it, Kula. Let's listen in. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Kula. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. You're a local business owner here in Nashville where StoryBrand HQ is located. And I'm pumped to talk to you because a lot of our listeners are also local business owners. And I love the heart behind local business. These people are so passionate about what they're doing. They're super involved in their community. They're giving back to the people that stimulate the economy. And a lot of times people are so focused on what they're doing in their business that marketing and sort of growth strategy, if you will, kind of goes to the back of their mind. And it's not because they aren't smart and it's not because they aren't focused and diligent. It's just because there's so many different things to think about when you're starting a local business and trying to grow it that it's really easy for the marketing plate, if you will, to fall to the back of their mind. So I'm excited to talk to you today about how you have successfully started and grown a local business here in Nashville. So you own a really successful barbershop here in town. You have five locations today, which is amazing. So I want to hear a little bit from you just about, number one, why you wanted to start Scouts, the name of the barbershop, and what you love so much about being an integral part of this local business community here in Nashville. So, yeah, we started Scouts really because of seeing a void in Nashville for haircut needs. Nothing really for the normal folks who live on a budget, Yeah, like yeah. we all do, want a great haircut and a great experience, but don't want to cheapen themselves by, you know, going to the big box store, the $7 haircut. They feel like right. maybe they're a little bit more valuable than that, but right. they also don't want to, or don't feel like they belong at a high-end salon, can't pay for it, don't want to pay for it. And there was just nothing in between. Nothing neighborhood-based, accommodating to both men and women, as well as children. We saw the void and just felt like we could fill a need there and offer a neighborhood-based barbershop, really a salon that functions like a barbershop where folks can walk in any day of the week. They don't have to leave their neighborhood, drive across town, and just embody that neighborhood barbershop vibe. Old school, walk in, put your name down, wake up and say, I need a haircut today. I can just walk to my local scouts. That's amazing. It's so funny that you say that. Tim, who's our COO on staff, needed a, this was probably a year ago. He needed a haircut fast. And I obviously had not heard of Scouts or else he would have gone there. But he went to one of those big box salons with the, you know, $7 haircut and he came out and the cut was literally sideways down his forehead. And he did a side-by-side Instagram photo of him and Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And it was the exact <laughs> same haircut. It was hilarious. But 
Tim, like a lot of folks in our town, you know, might not be able to afford or plan for the really high-end salon haircut, but also don't just want to be treated like a number getting them in and out of the store. So you saw a need, you filled that need by creating Scout's Barbershop, and you've scaled up pretty quickly, right? So Scout started four years ago? Four Four years years ago? ago, right. With one location, and now there's five. Right. So can you talk to me a little bit about... You know, I know that you were planning on scaling up quickly, but to a local business owner, that might seem pretty intimidating to scale that fast. So why was that your strategy? And can you talk to me a little bit about how you did that? Right. It is intimidating. And in some cases, it's not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) But we just went for it because, again, we wanted to be in every neighborhood And because Nashville seemed to be embracing us, we found opportunities that came along and made it a point to be saving, be planning, be scouting out our next location so that, again, we can root ourselves in these neighborhoods, be the local grassroots barbershop for everyone. So cool. So what do you think it is about Scouts that's made you guys so successful in, in terms of standing out in the salon community, if you will? Because... There's a lot of high-end salons here in Nashville. There's also the big box folks like you talked about. So what do you think it is about Scouts that has made you so successful and that's allowed you to scale so quickly and generate this traction around your business? Well, we were pretty much the first unisex barbershop in Nashville, although we offer a full-service salon experience, haircuts, color, beard trims and shaves. We function more like a barbershop, and so we're kind of the first of that style in Nashville, but we've also made it a point to be the local brand and to give back to the community. They're the reason that we're here. We're here to serve them the best that we can. So, you know, other salons aren't serving those same needs. Even other barbershops that call themselves barbershops are kind of more catering to men, that man cave vibe, and still... (laughs) Within that trap of a higher price point and appointment based only. So again, we're we're here to be um, filling your busy schedule, your immediate needs, open to everyone, place where everyone feels like they belong. So we've talked a lot about how you and I have offline. We've talked a lot about how important it is to be known in your community as the local community brand. At StoryBrand, when we teach our workshops and we explain the StoryBrand framework, which is this communication filter that I know you're familiar with, the main paradigm shift of that framework is that we teach businesses how to play the role of the guide, not the hero. And when businesses understand that they're not the hero of the story, but that their customer is, more people start to engage with their brand because they really understand how that brand can help them win the day, right? So what I think is so fascinating and a reason why I think Scouts has been so successful is, you know, whether it was on purpose or not, you really have become known as the guide to the community of Nashville, right? And so I think where a lot of local businesses are, you know, maybe struggling is they try to be the hero of the story and also be known as the local community sort of go-to brand in their town. What Scouts has done is flip the script. So you recognize that the city of Nashville, the community of Nashville is actually the hero and you are the guide. So can you talk to me a little bit about not only how important it is to assume that role, but also how Scouts has played the guide in the story of Nashville? So it's definitely our goal to play the guide. And like you said, whether intentional or not, it definitely is intentional now, especially with the help of StoryBrand and the framework. 
But to us, not only are our guests, our clients the hero, but Nashville is the hero of our story. The community is the hero and each person within that. You know the murals around town. I believe in Nashville. Scouts believes in Nashville. Nashville believes in Nashville. And we're just here to elevate the community as well as our clients as a part of the collective community. And really within that, we believe in the power of neighborhoods and building relationships within those neighborhoods. We know that people are proud of their neighborhoods and they're rooted in their neighborhoods and they love it when local brands and businesses come to offer essentials that they need. They no longer have to leave to go find them. Right. We're here to do that. And through building relationships within our community and local neighborhoods, we're able to know our audience better. Yeah. Find out what's important to them and better serve their needs and meet their needs. So good. Finding opportunities also just to show up and be out there involved. That's a pretty big paradigm shift. A lot of local businesses probably listening to this interview, they might not have ever thought about themselves that way. So of course you're the guide to your customer, but if you're really trying to gain traction and sort of this grassroots following amongst your local community, the city as the hero really does play a big part in the overall narrative that you're inviting your customers and ultimately these neighborhoods into. So talk to me a little bit about how assuming that role as the guide, how playing the guide gives you scouts a competitive advantage, if you will, over the other barbershops and salons in our city. So the competitive edge is there because our clients trust us. Yeah. They have a consistently good experience when they're with us. They leave feeling good about themselves and also feeling good about what they've supported. They've invested in the local brand and in a company that gives back to their community. And that is really a lot of street cred in Nashville. People leave and tell their friends about us. This is my barbershop. And word of mouth is so huge in Nashville. Totally. What do scouts do to arm your customers, if you will, with the message or the story that they can then spread to their friends about how much they love scouts? Well, besides offering just a quality service, a good haircut at a good value, the story, again, is being local, involved in the community, out there, Really, somebody they might see at the at their coffee shop, at their yoga studio, yeah. somebody they can say hi to, whether it's me personally, my business partner, or one of our stylists, we're relatable. So right. we're involved, we're relatable, and we're being involved in places that, in, in events that are important to them and places where we know our people are yeah. at. So there's five Scouts locations here in Nashville, and it's fascinating because each one of them, though it is the same brand, feels very unique to that specific neighborhood, which is an amazing way to offer your customers something they can really believe in and rally around, almost like this movement. So talk to me a little bit about how important it is to support local people, businesses, projects within each one of these neighborhoods. Right. We love to support local and to get to know our neighborhoods. And for sure, each neighborhood is different. Mm-hmm. Franklin is different than East Nashville. Right. Is different than the Gulch. Very but, different. <laughs> very different. But we get to create relationships with other local businesses. Scouts always offers a free cold brew coffee or a local craft beer, which each service when you come to Scouts. And we've paired with Honest Coffee Roasters, Little Harpeth Brewing, which are both some of the best coffee and beer you'll find. But it also allows us to elevate local creators that are just like us. And we know it's it's hard out there to build. Totally. And we get that 
brand recognition. So not only are we elevating them, but our clients recognize that we serve other grassroots brands and Nashville businesses, and people love to be a part of that. What are some practical things that local business owners can do to gain traction in their communities? So we make it a point to be good neighbors to other local businesses, patronizing local restaurants, coffee shops, bars, boutiques. If we're having a meeting, you know, go to the local coffee shop, get to know the baristas. Right. When we're moving into a new neighborhood, we just get feet on the ground, visit our local other businesses bring our VIP scouts cards with yeah, us. Yeah. Um, so we meet the manager, maybe the owner, give them a free haircut card, a stack of $10 off cards for their staff mm-hmm. so that they'll come in and get a haircut. And then hopefully local bartenders, your bar- local baristas and servers are then talking about scouts. Right. That's where they got their haircut. So good. There's also a lot of value in... Uh, neighborhood associations, Facebook groups, uh, the business alliances. We make it a point to join those whenever possible, instantly connecting with other business owners, giving us maybe opportunities for cross-promotion, yeah, opportunities to get involved in community events, a little, little local parade or rodeo right. <laughs> or whatever it may be. So just a greater platform for promoting the brand. Yeah, that's awesome. And it goes back to what we talked about earlier about not only positioning yourself as the guide to your customers who are actually coming into the barbershop to get their hair cut, but also positioning your brand as the guide to the community at large. So what that means is you're supporting local businesses, you're showing up to these other events that these people are putting on and really serving the greater good of the community, which I really think is something that sets scouts apart and is something that offers you a competitive advantage. So now all of a sudden when I'm talking to my friends and they're talking about where they get their haircut, I look cool because I go to Scouts and they know Scouts as the brand that supports other local businesses, other people who are just up to really cool things here in the city. We try to, and it's fun for us too. We actually created our Scouts Beard and Braid Bar, which we kind of take on the road with us to local you know, there's always something going on in Nashville. Right. So right. there's a festival or there's a parade. And we set up a tent at these different festivals offering free beard trims and free braids. That's amazing. And so it's just a fun way to invite people into our space, invite people into our chair, have a conversation and share what we are and also generate that buzz. Like what's going on over there? They're getting braids in their hair. So we try to be at whatever is relevant or wherever our people are. Yeah. So one of the main things that other local business owners can do to generate a buzz about their business and to gain traction locally is to be local, to embody the role of the guide to the community and to just support other people doing great things in the neighborhood. Exactly. We'll be right back with the rest of Coolest Conversation with Brooke in just a moment. But if you are looking to come to a Nashville Story Brand workshop, you've got one coming up in two weeks. You're going to have to register soon because we will sell out. But if you go to storybrand.com, you can register today and make sure that you get a seat. We are going to help you clarify your message, and then we're going to help you execute that message in a marketing plan that works. That is, we're going to help you create a sales funnel. You will leave with the skeleton of a sales funnel that you can take back to any graphic artist, any designer, and have a marketing plan that will get a return on your investment. Come and join about 250 other business leaders doing what you do and come clarify your message and have a marketing plan that works when you walk out the door. It's time. It's time to commit to getting this done. 
Go to storybrand.com and register today. We'll see you in Nashville. So another thing that I know Scouts is really passionate about is your philosophy about Scouts being for everyone. Would you say that that might be your tagline, Scouts is for everyone? We started with the tagline to describe Scouts as a barbershop for men and women of all ages. So yeah, definitely a barbershop for everyone. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about how Scouts as a business has embodied that tagline and why you think it helps you stand out. Starting with creating a space that feels welcoming, where people feel at home Mm -hmm. and accepted. We create a lounge, a lobby area where people can walk in and sit down, maybe play a game of checkers or just (laughs) sit on the couch and enjoy their free beer or coffee. We love to see families coming in together, friends coming in together, dads with kids, moms with kids, friends meeting up or reuniting, Mm -hmm. and then people making new connections. So it's a networking space as well. It's just uh, really that neighborhood meeting spot like barbershops used to be. Right. Another one of our core values is that every head has a story and that every haircut matters. Right. So treating each haircut as unique and knowing that that experience matters to each person. I mean, whether it's the person coming in for the same haircut they've gotten for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. or a person coming in to make a big change going from long hair to short hair. We have the person who comes in, sits down in your chair and says, shave off all of my hair. But I'm starting chemotherapy tomorrow that experience has to matter. They don't want to be at the big box store and they don't really feel welcome or need to be at a high-end salon. So for our transgender clients, our autistic children, for the baby's first haircut, we're the place that everyone belongs. That's so good. I love that. And it's important to point out here too that this is not just you, the owner, preaching this message, right? Your entire staff has really embodied this tagline and these core values And it's something that's dissipated to your entire staff, all the way from the ownership down to the person who sweeps the hair off the floors. And I think that that's another really important thing for local businesses to do is to not only, you know, have this tagline and these core values, but to actually get buy-in from everybody involved with the store. Tell me a little bit about how you got buy-in from your staff around this idea and these core values and what it's done for your scouts from a customer service perspective. Right. So really it started with our name based on Scout, the character Scout from To Kill a Mockingbird. And that the root of that name just founded on the hospitality, kindness, yeah. and southern charm of Tennessee and doing our best to embody this great character of honest kindness and that welcoming sincerity of that character. And and that's what we just try to keep on doing. Right and passing that along to our staff. So building our scouts culture on Mm -hmm. two levels, the company values level overall, and just the staff culture within the four walls of each and every location. So it's so important that our staff buy into this story and feel connected to the greater purpose of what we're doing. And if, if they feel good about themselves doing that, then our clients can again, feel that in themselves. Right. So we try to invest in our staff, fill their cups, support them, set them up for success, and in hopes that our culture will precipitate down to our clients. So good. We really hire for personality. I mean, skill for sure, but personality is something you can't teach. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. within that, we 
foster an atmosphere of family connectedness within each of our shops. When you join the Scouts team, you join a family and you have a family for life. So good. And then we just want to retain those people and those personalities as much as we can. Right. Yeah. We focus on the holistic well-being of the staff so that, again, they can feel good and feel fulfilled and do the best they can to offer that to others from free yoga to fun contests in our shops. I love it. What are some of the contests that you run? Product of the month sales. uh, We have employee of the week, birthday employee. There's just, you know, decorate their station, make them wear something silly. (laughs) And then something not so silly is scouts shout outs where the staff can recognize another member of the team for their acts of kindness, selflessness, or hard work. And at the end of the month, the stories in the jar kind of one gets picked for a gift certificate to somewhere local, somewhere fun that they'll enjoy. So, yeah, it's kind of an environment that's fairly relaxed for staff. I mean, they can be creative. We don't micromanage how they do their work. They can express themselves in how they dress. It's not all black attire. And with some serious opportunities for education and development, but it's a place they can come to work hard, work for something that feels good, a purpose, but leave to build their dreams outside. So a lot of our staff, you know, are musicians, building families, building their own businesses. And we love that they can come in, do something that matters, but also leave work at work. It's so amazing to watch what you and your business partner have been able to do in the way that you treat your staff and how that affects how your staff treats your customers. I heard somebody say the other day, the way that you treat your employees is how your employees treat your customers. So I just love hearing you talk about not only you know being this place where scouts is for everyone, right? Anybody can come and get a haircut, but you've really adopted that for your staff too. And you focus on how important it is to express yourself and own your individuality and while some people might be tempted to put restrictions on that, what you guys have done have just has kind of just opened it up for full expression of who the staff is. And I think that that really allows the customers to feel safe and at home whenever they enter into a Scouts. We definitely hope so. It doesn't help anyone to be greedy or to micromanage people. If I can't sweep up the hair that needs to be swept up or clean the bathroom, then how can I ask anyone else to? So good. I love it. So the mini lesson, if you will, for all the local business folks listening to this interview is that you're the guide to your customer for sure. As a local business, you're the guide to the community. As a business owner, you're the guide to your employees. So your employees are the hero. You exist to equip and empower them with what they need to do their job really well. And the more that you can do that from the top down, if you will, the more your customers are going to reap the benefit of that and the more sales and revenue you will end up doing just because it's the cycle that keeps giving back to one another. So I think that that is really, really amazing. Exactly. With our management team, with our leadership team, we always talk about how their staff, each shop has a manager their staff members are their clients while our clients are the staff's clients. And then to me and my business partner, our clients are our management team. So we're here to serve. All right. Talk to me a little bit about how you track your clientele. So as a local business owner, of course, it's important to know who your customer is, where they're hanging out and how to get to them. So what has Scouts done to, I guess, collect data, if you will, on these type of people? And how have you used that to generate more growth and revenue? 
Well, I can't really call myself a computer scientist or <laughs> tech person, and I do have the help of my marketing maestro, Devin Cox, on the team. But we do our best to um, use Google Analytics, use Facebook promotions, use the data we collect on our salon booking software, just to know our demographic, know our clients mm -hmm. a little better, just collecting age range, gender, where they actually live. And getting to know them a little better so that we can inform our decision-making processes so we can perhaps see opportunities for cross-promotion and prioritize our engagement. Just about being intentional yeah. and using what you have. So you're saying that a local business owner shouldn't go try and spend five grand a month on Facebook ads or Google AdWords. So in your experience, has it been more fruitful for your business to understand actually who your client is in terms of age range, where they hang out, activities they're interested in, as opposed to hard analytical data about who's coming to the website and different things like that? Of course, it's important to have a website that is clear and that invites people into a story. But for the people listening, I'd like for you to share what has been most important in terms of how Scouts has generated growth? I think most important is our gut reactions and our actual interactions with other humans. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to be stupid and not use technology. Totally. But we also want to be organic and yeah. be relational. So I work at the shops. My business partner works at our shops. And if we can be face-to-face -face with clients, then we can see these relationships happening with the stylist. We can see what our customers love or maybe don't love mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and just respond to that more effectively. Scouts is really adamant about giving back to the community. We've talked about being part of the local community, but you also have developed this arm of the business that really aims to give back to people in the community that might not have the same opportunity as all of your clients. Talk to me a little bit about how important it is to be known as a local brand who gives back to the community and also some of the things that Scouts has done to establish yourself as that. Right. Well, we're working on giving back and it's a process. Yeah. But Scouts is located in a lot of growing neighborhoods of Nashville. Nashville overall is this city experiencing prosperity, rapid growth, a lot of success, but contrasted by gentrification and, mm -hmm. and still human suffering. So within about a mile of our front door of the flagship store, we know that there's thousands of people living in poverty within mm -hmm. the Casey projects. And just looking around, we kind of asked ourselves, what can we do? Where can we help? And how can we serve? Right. So we started there where we're at and we can offer haircuts. That's yeah. something we could do. Totally. And Back in 2016, we started our Haircuts for Humans project, mm -hmm. which was one barber chair in the back of a pickup truck. That's and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> giving haircuts to people on the street, making them feel better about themselves totally. on that particular day. And since then, we've raised about $20,000 for our local charities that we partner with, those investing in ending the cycle of poverty in Nashville. I mean, people do see what we're doing, mm -hmm. and that helps them feel like they're supporting something yeah. good. Right, right, right. But it's also something that we want to do, and it's something that we found you can start wherever you're at. You don't have to have reached a certain point of success. You can offer what you have to give at whatever point you have it. A couple of people at the last live workshop we did here in Nashville um, had questions about how much a company should give away for free. 
And what I always say to that answer is it's never going to hurt you as a brand to be known as one that's very generous. And I know that Scouts is a brand that is very generous. Obviously, you just talked about some of the initiatives that you guys are doing to give back to the community. Do you feel like it's ever, quote, punished Scouts, if you will, to give back to the community and to, you know, sacrifice an opportunity cost for maybe keeping the store open or charging these people for haircuts and giving them to the community for free? Definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Whether we're handing out free sunglasses at a parade or we're giving away free combs or we're giving away free haircuts or free braids. Right. You know, it is a part of our marketing cost, but that's the kind of marketing we've chosen to do. Totally. You know, you could spend it other places, but it's to us, this is organic. It's experiential. It makes a difference in people's lives and it is something people relate to. Yeah. And it sets us up again as the guide to right. Nashville. Totally. Making Nashville the hero. That's so good. I love it. So, you know, something that I always come back to, even at StoryBrand, when we're here creating content, it, you always kind of dance with that line of like, are we giving away too much of the secret sauce sort of thing? But I think, you know, based on what you've said, especially for local businesses, it just won't ever hurt you to be known as a generous brand. And if you have to sacrifice a couple hundred bucks of your marketing budget to be known as a brand that deeply cares about your community and your local neighborhood, do it. For sure. And you'll feel better yeah, about totally. <laughs> what well, you're and, doing. You know, your staff will feel better. It's kind of another thing that you can offer people to rally around. And I just think it's what really, really sets local businesses apart. 110%. We definitely want our staff to feel like they have a purpose and that they're contributing to something bigger than themselves. If we can have a happy staff, I mean, that makes our lives the best. So much easier. <laughs> <laughs> we want happy clients, but we also want happy stuff. Right, right. That's amazing. So, Brooke, you're a local business owner. By the way, Brooke also owns a yoga studio here in town that I have the privilege of teaching at, which is so fun. You are running around not like a crazy person, but sometimes a little bit like a crazy person. There's mm-hmm. five locations of scouts. You're doing Hot Yoga East Nashville. You've got a ton going on. What advice do you have for other local business owners in terms of staying sane, but also being present, engaging with your staff, and growing your local presence? So one thing I learned pretty early on was to know the value of my time totally. and to know the resources available around me. So I don't have to reinvent the wheel I don't have to do everything myself, even though I am a one right. on the, on the Enneagram. <laughs> but pass things along to people who can help and use your resources, delegate, and again, use other local businesses to connect with. Ask other owners for advice, yeah. for resources. Where do I get insurance? Where do I get a security system? Right. Whatever it is, you know, use people, totally. use the relationships that you've been building. Speaking of relationships, we have great relationships with other barbershop owners. Yeah. From my partner, uh, Keela Trevino, and her work in Austin with Bird's Barbershop. We know the owners and have a great relationship with Michael and Jason. And we had the great opportunity, blessing of having them come to Nashville last year for a couple of days and just tour our shops and share back and forth our various business development plans, share advice for that local traction that we're both working on in Austin, Nashville, similar cities. And their visit has just been a huge inspiration for us. They're mentoring 
and resource. We like to think we've given maybe them a few fresh ideas as well, but we really like to surround ourselves with people who are doing something that we admire. Brooke, thanks so much for being here. This has been unbelievably inspiring, and I know it's going to help other local business owners not get lost in the whirlwind of everything they have to do and generate some real traction with their local business. Thanks for having me, Kula. Grateful for you and for StoryBrand. Kula, fantastic job. Thanks. It was so fun getting to chat with her. I heard she was the most prepared of any podcast guest we've ever had she in history. She was. She literally <laughs> she came with notes. notes I with saw answers to every question that I asked. That's She's somebody amazing. who scales a business fast. 100%. You know what else? She also owns one of the yoga studios that I teach at, and she runs that the same way. She's a serial entrepreneur. I know. Well, she's an Enneagram One, too. So like, really? she'll come into the studio and then email everybody and be like, the cleaning supplies weren't where I left them. Who knows where they are? Like, it's very much. If you take Ian's course, you know not ship. to be offended by that. She's yeah. only yes. helping you become perfect. Yes, exactly. She's improving everything always, which yeah. is why she's so successful. Well, ones aren't typically driven like by money or right. by impact or fame or any of that. They're driven to make the world a better place. Absolutely. Like these people need to get their hair cut. Totally. And, and that, get you can shape. tell that in the episode too. I mean, part of her process for growing a local business is to give back. And so she mm. has a very regimented process for how she gives people haircuts and then, you know, her staff gives people haircuts that come into scouts and then she also gives haircuts away to people who need them. Like That's she's cool. just amazing. One of my favorite things that she talked about is how she has taught scouts and everybody who works there to be the guide to the community. So we love that language. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> adopting that paradigm shift of the story brand framework and really understanding that if you are a local business and you want people to really rally around what you're doing, you aren't the hero, you're the guide. So the people who walk into your door are the hero. The community itself is the hero. The city of Nashville is the hero. So how can you position yourself as the guide to all of these different organizations and parts of your business? And it's just really fascinating. I mean, she's certainly being rewarded for adopting that mindset and teaching her staff to adopt that mindset, not only to their customers, but to the city at large. And you really can tell. I mean, when people walk out of Scouts, they just, they look different. They have a different like glow to them. They've got the Scout swag. I mean, when I see people with Scout stickers on their car, I just like smile because I know that they're doing something good. They've created a tribe. Good. What she's done, and, and I think you have about seven points in that interview, yeah, yeah. what she's done is she's created a tribe that people yeah. now identify. They put on their self-map totally. the place they get their haircut. Right. And for a lot of local businesses I know that come to our workshops and go through the online course, they just don't know how to do that. No. And so this episode is going to be helpful, really helpful in for them. a bunch of ways. My hair is not hard to cut, but I'm willing <laughs> to pay a little bit extra, one, to be a part of the local local business to be a part of Scout and just even the you feel different when you go in there compared to a chain right right place. right well, that, and that's, that's huge, huge. That's no huge. no no but I do pay a little bit more to go there right, right. to feel different when I walk out JJ, that's huge because yeah. there's we don't often ask ourselves how do people feel about themselves when they walk into our retail environment yeah right yeah. and it's massive yep it's massive and that's a huge thing with like the difference between Chick-fil-a and some other brands when I ask my Mother-in-law, why do you only take your – Betsy has a young, young sister. Why do you only take glow to Chick-fil-A? She said, because it's the only place to go without feeling bad about myself. And it has to do with clean restrooms. People have a good attitude. There's little things that we're doing yep. that make people feel either good or bad about themselves. Yes. It's a different question than how do you make people feel good. Yeah. How do you make people feel good about themselves is the key to getting them to identify with a brand. Yes. 
And that really does translate to bottom line results. I mean, not that we're super capital. Well, we are capitalistic, but I mean, that is such a significant yeah. piece of growing a brand wherever you are, but especially locally. I mean, just look at scouts. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're killing great. it. Yeah, they're great. Well, that was fantastic. And there's so much practical wisdom there that we can apply to our brands. I hope this was helpful to you. Kula, fantastic job. Thanks. Promise to come back? I do promise. Gosh, because we get the mail. <laughs> you get the hate I mail when she's not on. For a cuckoo coke <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody. Music for this episode is brought to you by Andrew Bell. You can get his albums on Spotify. Make sure you listen. He's one of my favorites. As always, thanks for listening to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to get a haircut. <laughs>